MP, it's our final event of the year. Oh, it's all a bit sad, Bretto, but after four big events for 2018, we are going out with a bang with one more wellness base camp, and the location for this one is regional Victoria, the great town of Bendigo awaits. Oh, and how's this for a lineup, MP? Bendigo will be rocking with the rock star of wellness, Damien Christoph. The art of self-love angel herself, Kim Morrison, hits the stage. As will the natural nutritionist, Steph Lowe. And I'll tell you what, Steph's presentation at the summit on fasting was a showstopper. You'll be there, Bretto. I'll be there too. And Wendy Stewart from Wendy's Way will be there to share her inspirational story, which really did go off at the Wellness Summit earlier this year. It's Saturday, October 27 at the beautiful All Seasons Resort Hotel in Bendigo and tickets are selling fast. Two for one tickets for this one day of inspiration, information and empowerment are available at thewellnessbasecamp.com. That's right, folks. Get your two-for-one tickets at thewellnessbasecamp.com before they run out and then the price goes up. Finish your year of wellness in style at The Wellness Base Camp in Bendigo, Saturday, October 27. Tickets at thewellnessbasecamp.com. Thewellnesscoach.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. Marcus Pierce here with you, and as always, every single Monday, I am so excited to introduce the co-founder of The Wellness Couch and The Wellness Guys. He is the master of the seven-year cycle. He is Dr. Damien Christoph. Hello, great man. Hello, great man. Seven-year cycle. I'm the eight-year cycle man, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's, uh, it's such a fascinating thing that you sent me through today, and I was like, going, oh, far out, PC. Where do you find this stuff? But it's, uh, it's great that we get a chance to talk about this sort of thing because this sort of dovetails into what you were speaking about at the Wellness Summit this year, which I loved. That's I loved it. your talk. That's it. Oh, thank you. It wasn't a, it wasn't a very uh, wellnessy talk. It was all about the art of time and recognizing yeah. in any area of life, whether it's health and wellness or, or family or, or career, that we just need to give ourselves time. And a lot of us these days don't want to give ourselves the time to grow and develop it. We all understand you put a seed in the soil and it takes a fair chunk of time for it to sprout and do its thing. Um, but a lot of, you know, as part of the research for the talk, you know, I came across and many people will know uh, or, or have heard before of the seven-year cycles. In, in modern society, you would talk about these seven-year itches. Um, but I love looking back at the history of things. And so looking into traditional Chinese medicine, uh, there is a real, a real focus on seven-year cycles, it's almost the foundation of every kind of form of diagnosis in, in TCM is where that person is in their, in their seven-year cycle. And so I thought, uh, and we could go through that, it is an eight-year cycle for men, a seven-year cycle for women, but I thought we could go and, and talk about these seven-year cycles, Damo, define what each one is um, from seven years all the way up to, um, what is it, 63 years, oh, and it might be 49 for women and 64 for men because of the numbers. But um, <laughs> we can go through each one, um, yeah. you know, talk about how it's been defined. I think a really good good conversation is that because these are thousands of years old, I'm not sure what the age uh, life expectancy was there, but, um, 
you know, these are seven cycles of seven. So it really only goes up to 49 years of age uh, mm. for women. Whereas, you yeah. know, the average life expectancy for a woman in Australia, well, a girl that's born today. Yeah, double uh, that. Yeah, exactly. It's 84 or 85 for women. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we might need a TCM expert to come on and talk about how does the, the 2018 version of, of the interpretation um, stand up. But I just think it's a great, you know, you've got a birthday coming up. Um, yes. In a few weeks' time, and you'll have to remind me exactly uh, the age that you're turning. But I think it's a it's it's always good when it is a birthday just to assess whereabouts in our lives are we in all various chapters. Oh, sorry, all various areas of life. But um, let's have a look at it through the TCM eyes of the seven and eight year cycle. Okay, let's do that. I'll be turning forty five just for reference. Forty five. All right. There you go. That's cool. Uh I love it. And yeah, so we are about seven years apart. I'm 37. Yeah. Um, so, well, what are we? Almost, almost closer to eight years apart because I've just turned 37, and so, you're about to turn 45. You're on fire today, but I, um, I was going <laughs> to say that I'm 45, and we started doing this when we. Were, I was petrified of turning 40. It's just a great reminder for those people um, who have just recently started listening. Um, to this podcast that we started this podcast because I was packing my dax about turning 40 and Piercy's gone, don't worry about it, mate. It's totally fine. Um, and here we are, I'm 45 and Piercy's lagging behind at 38 and, um, and we're still doing it. Well, I was listening to some early uh, interviews of 100 Not Out. Apologies well, yeah. if I talked over you. Sorry, Scott, I didn't tell me that. I've had a coffee, so I'm a little bit up and up and <laughs> running. But um, I was listening to our interview with Jan Smith, uh, which oh, was like yeah. episode seven or eight, and yeah. I and I will I will say that your language and even your, your tone around getting older is so different then to what it is today. Like you were almost, um, what's the word? It was like, oh, don't talk about my age type tone. It was almost a, a downer tone back in the very 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 early days. Mm. Um, and, and I only say that just to kind of say that what you're saying to the listeners is 100% right. Like, you genuinely were not looking forward to turning 40. I really wasn't. Um, and to be honest with you, you know, I don't know. Not that the, the greatest thing about being 30 was or somewhere in your 30s was you were in your 30s. And so, you kind of still, you've got that sprightly kind of age. It's not that I feel older. In fact, I look at myself in the mirror these days and go, oh, you're 45. It's kind of a strange feeling because you, you look at other people that are 45 or, you know, nearing 50 and you go, oh, maybe that's kind of the age bracket that I'm in. But you never feel that way. Mm. Um, and I remember I, we spoke to someone, oh, I can't remember who it might, might have been, Wally Bortz, it, it could have been. And we actually asked, um, you know, at what point do you feel old or do you feel old? And the answer was, no, I don't. I still feel young. Tommy um, Hockey said he feel, felt 21. Or he, he thought like he was 21. His thinking. Who's the swimmer? Who is the swimmer that we spoke to? Don, Don Riddington. Riddington. So we spoke to Don, and I'm pretty sure he said something similar as well. So, you know, I, I, I just recall that you don't actually feel as old as the numbers suggest you do. You might get some aches and pains or maybe things don't move as well, and we'll talk about that in terms of the cycles because if we go by the cycles, pretty much I'm – I'm, I'm close to having expired my life. We'll put them yeah. in context because pretty much beyond 49 years, women are redundant. We don't need them on the planet anymore according to these cycles. So uh, clearly that's wrong. So, But we want to have a look at this and just, you know, have a look at, um, you know, what ancient wisdom 
has has done with painting pictures around cycles. Mm, love it, love it. Just on that, um, so I know when I first met you, and I think you were still practicing naturopathy, there was a lot of the the bio testing happening, where you know, forty year old you know man or woman comes in and you do a number of tests, and it's like you are uh, you know uh, functioning as someone in their early thirties or mid forties or. They're yeah. really unwell, even you know, fifty and older. And I think um, there's. I still think you said you know you don't feel your age, but I would say that there's a lot of people. It's even in the vernacular. There's like, oh, I feel so old today, or I feel, I feel like an old woman today, or I just feel. Um, I st- I think there's a lot of mediocre language around people's health and their relationship to their age, to their age or their number. Like people say, I feel like an old person today. But if you yeah. if you look in, in our interview with Wally Bortz, he said I'm at the time he was 82, but he actually in the testing um, he came in as a someone in his mid 50s. That's right. Um, That's right. He said yeah. I well I, I wrote it down the other day, but he's like it's like I'm an 80 year old in a 50 year old's body, something like that. Yeah. And yeah. isn't that an empowering? I mean, how incredible would you feel about yourself if you're 80 and you do all your testing and you come back as someone in their 50s? But you still want to feel 30-something. This is what's interesting about it is because I think you get through your 20s, you go, okay, I got my through, through my 20s. In your 30s, you feel unreal. Like you feel really, really good and things are going really well in your life. Not, and not that that changes, but it's kind of where you stay in your brain, I reckon. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm nearly 45, I kind of go, I still feel like I'm, I could communicate and um, – and resonate with people in their 30s. And so when I'm when I'm talking my presentations, my seminars, all that sort of stuff, even though we look at our demographic from a wellness couch perspective, it's it's not 20s and 30s. It feels like that's where I would normally be, you know, speaking in those sorts of audiences. In my practice, it is, um, but not so much in the wellness couch. So I find it really fascinating that um, your brain has your feel different to what is actually going on and I wonder whether or not that's because of the people that I hang around with you know I think about yourself mm-hmm. um, Yoey DJ um, there is Harley a cycle behind DJ uh, yeah uh, Ben Biff um, I, you know I look at all those guys and they're they're younger Tim Murrell who I play golf with every week he's you know 10 years younger so maybe because I'm hanging around younger people I feel younger maybe I think that's-, that's really important I'm a massive massive fan of that Massive mm. fan. Um, all right. I know we've kept people waiting uh, with bated right, breath. We're going to go through now, the, 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 the Bible for traditional Chinese medicine. is called the Yellow Emperor's Canon of Internal Medicine. This is the Bible. Okay. So this is this is not our stuff. This is the Yellow Emperor's Canon of Internal Medicine. All we're right, talking so, the, men, the, men lo- the men one first, right? No, oh, no. We're talking the women one first. Well, okay. All right. Yep. No Only yep. because... Most of our listeners, hello to all of our male listeners, most of our listeners are women. So, we're giving you what you want first and then we'll go through yes. the men. Yeah. So, oh, let, let's do this alternate. Have you got um? Have you got the women's one up in front of you? Yeah, I do. Right, I'm going to start at seven because I've got an eight-year-old. So, I, I find this fascinating. Okay. Seven years old, a woman's kidney energy or kidney chi is growing strong. Their teeth change. Their hair grows longer and stronger. Um, at the age of seven, a woman's reproductive system starts to develop. Mm. Mm. That's kind of crazy. Amazing. But it takes time for it to develop. Yes. All right, you want to kick on? Yeah. Well, I'm, um, I think I might be on a different pace yours. Well, only because the, the wording was slightly yeah, different. Yeah, that's all so right. The one that's that I've, okay. got, I've got 14 years old, menstruation yep. appears, 
as the Ren, the sea of yin, channel flows, and the Chong, sea of blood, channel becomes prosperous. Now, this is interesting because that's not what we see these days in Australia because some girls, are, um, you would say that their Ren and their Chong, uh, you know, Happening earlier. Yes, like 11 years old well, or maybe 10 years old. And so, 10? Was, yeah, absolutely. So we're seeing uh, some young women uh, with their Ren Chong um, getting going uh, at a very, very young age. And I wonder what that does to the seven-year cycle. We'll have to get – we might get our great friend Juanita Jolly on to talk about this in terms of Chinese medicine. Yeah. He's a naturopath and Chinese medicine, medicine uh, specialist. Just Chinese medalist. I love it. Um, <laughs> or we could maybe even get um, our other great friend Nat Kringudis if she'd join us, but I don't know if she does. We'll have to see. Well, well, we'll we'll find out. But I, I'm curious about this because I, I read and 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 when I say I read, don't I'm not saying that I believe this. I read on one of these sites talking about this that the, the one author said that women uh, uh, or females are having getting their period earlier than 14, and that's often because of good nutrition. And oh. I'm like, hold on a minute. My whole, my and again, I'm very happy to be wrong on this. My whole understanding around girls getting their period a whole lot younger was more than anything because our nutrition particularly on a on a synthetic hormone level had just gone ballistic and it started yeah yeah, so that is a theory so yeah yeah so um it's not all of the it's not all of the crazy chicken and all of the crazy (laughs) um uh what was it like the soy yeah like the intense amount of soy in the diet and just the a lot of the synthetic synthetic um estrogens in the diet was causing a lot of physical uh, challenges. But, yeah, yeah, yeah it's a it curious could be. One. And the stuff we put on our body. Also, it's interesting because if you go into the ocean um, and you do tests in the ocean, you can actually find uh, in the water pharmaceutical drugs that have uh, have gone through into the water, mm. you know. So that's, that's quite concerning. You won't find the tablets of them, but you'll actually be able to pick up um, higher levels of hormones and, um, I think there was a, t- a study done at one point um, about um, – I'm going to be wrong here, but I'll just say Port Phillip Bay, um, it had uh, levels of statin drugs in the water, oh, which was quite God. incredible. That's fascinating. Yeah, so that was really amazing. That so I don't know how long those drugs last for, whether they're broken down or what the story is. Or, and maybe that report was totally wrong. But I recall that um, at some point. It's not something that I'd want to speak on because I don't know enough about it, but – um, I heard that. So maybe um, these environmental estrogens um, could be contributing to that, yeah. but maybe it's because of good nutrition. I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting. Oh, oh, well, oh, well, look, I'd like to say Maya has incredible nutrition. So if that's the she case. pregnant by nine. <laughs> <laughs> if that's the case, she'll be having her first period any moment. Um, gee whiz. Some of the women listening are going, gee, these guys can talk so comfortably about periods. Well, I grew up in a house full of girls and Damo is very good on the feminine energy side. So all of our female listeners, we can just talk about this openly and honestly all day long. All right, next level, 21 years of age. Her kidney energy is balanced, her adult teeth completely developed, and her body grows to full height. A woman's energy, especially fertility energy, is full at the age of 21. It is no lie that a 21-year-old incredibly healthy female is an incredibly attractive um, woman. And I find it it's, it's incredible that when you look at the way a body develops and the way that I suppose sexual energy is expressed, 
that is the absolute peak. If you look at, particularly if you if you do get sucked into social media and and just and everything that is out there in terms of physical um, expression, tell you what, a twenty one year old these days, it is just it is you it is just incredible um, how the body works, and particularly at that age. Well, it's interesting because if you read through to the next one, like 28 and then 35, it would appear that there's a 14-year period um, where the, the where the woman's body is at her peak. And so there's that 14 years of, um, of, of peak health and peak um, reproductive potential, I suppose, is yes. what this actually talks about. Yep. So when we get to 28, it says her vital energy and blood are substantial. Her four limbs are strong, and the body is at optimal condition. So I presume that the optimal condition is that the hormone cycles have sorted themselves out. Um, everything's finished developing. Everything's as good as it's going to get. It would. It was. It was. You know. Suggest. Yeah, so this in, is in the best time in her life to condition. have children. This right. Right now, I don't know whether or not that is different if you start your menstrual cycle earlier. Yeah. Or if it's different, if you start your menstrual cycle later. later. I don't know. But according to this seven-year cycle, it reckons that 21, 28, and now 35, which Marcus will speak about, are in around the peak years. Well, I find this interesting. In 35, her peak condition declines gradually. Her energy is Yang Ming meridian declines. Her face starts to wither and her hair starts to fall. From 35 <laughs> years old, she starts to have wrinkles on the face and her general energy and fertility start to decline. She's still able to have children. So Sarah is 39. She's smoking. Right, she's smoking hot. Uh, yeah. And But we may have another child. So oh. it's really interesting to, to look at this, you know. Uh, it, do, it does make you realise that, um, again, depending on, I'm not saying buy into this or don't buy into this, uh, but this is not just a fad, this stuff. But I just think it's interesting, like, um, will it be more difficult for Sarah to fall pregnant? I know her health definitely, uh, I'm not talking out of school here, she would say she does feel less vibrant than what she did seven or eight years ago when we started having children. Um, there's no there's no denying that. So I know it's a much bigger focus this time around for Sarah to feel like she's in really good nick before she is pregnant, like she doesn't want to take the risks, I think, because she feels like um, it's her, her body is what, not more sensitive. What's the word? Like, well, I suppose looking at this terminology, her fertility energy is not as strong as it is. Yeah. As a, she's a bit weaker. She yeah, weaker. exactly right. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah, you know that's so. fair enough. Like she's, I mean, she's raised three beautiful children mm. and done, done an amazing job at that, and has breastfed all of them for a very long time. So there's a lot of nutrient depletion from her body, and albeit you guys eat beautiful food and very very well. There's no doubt that it's taken a toll on poor Sabine's body. Yeah, no doubt. Absolutely. Well, just just on what you were saying earlier about the 21-year-old, 28-year-old, 35-year-old, the one thing that I find interesting about this, we said at 21, a woman's energy is especially her fertility energy is full at the age of 21. There's that full expression at 21. But what I find interesting is that now we have people in their 20s and maybe it is when they get to, say, 28, that they are not looking forward to turning 30. Like there are right. people in their mid-20s that see 30 as like the beginning of the end. Some and people are sad. So it's literally people cry on their thirtieth birthday. They I've seen grieve. That is it? I don't know if it's, they're grieving their their youth or they're grieving something. But you can see at twenty one, there is no concept of getting older. You're still, mm. uh, you're at the peak, particularly using this this seven year cycle. But it's interesting. What that's a really key period. Those next seven years, as philosophically, because physically, 
things are going to happen. But philosophically, mm. your view on aging and your future and how your life is going to pan out, that's a really important time because I think some significant shifts do happen in that fourth seven years. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I agree. I agree. It says here at 35 years old, her peak condition declines gradually. Um, oh, did you see? I've just done that. that. Yeah, you're up to yeah, 42. 42 years old. 42. This is weird. Um, her three yang channels, Tai Yang, Yang Min, and Xiao Yang, begin to decline. Her complexion wanes and her hair turns white. From her life experiences gathered over the years, this is a wonderful time to share what she's learned and be seen as a teacher and leader in her community. It's important to develop a movement routine to keep the body strong and flexible. So it appears here that you're getting towards the end of your life. Um, Can we change white to grey? <laughs> well, we were talking Asian here because Asian hair turns white. Yeah, that's right. What, that, that, this is where it would have come from. But it will be grey for Caucasians. Um, and uh, But white, if you come from black, it'll go to white, not grey. Yeah, good one, good one. Look at Ortiz. Yes, going white, is he? Salt and pepper. <laughs> Actually, a fair bit of salt. A little is bit there really? Yeah, check it out. Really? Yes, our, you know, our ageless, timeless. Um, yeah, Dr. Ageless. LT, porcelain skin. Yeah. He's, uh, he's reached 40 odd and he's starting to wither. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, well, he, we'll, we'll talk about LT. He could be our yeah. test tube baby for the yeah. eight year cycle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Uh, well, let's finish off the seven years for women. The Ren and Chong channels at 49 are both declining. Her menstruation ends, her physique turns old and feeble. And she can no longer conceive. I mean, women are listening to this right now going, but I've just turned 49. Oh, my gosh. Look, just remember, this is thousands of years old. <laughs> a woman's reproductive right. phase can begin to decline, um, as we've just said, just to be a bit more brief here because there's a long part there. Um, uh, from the seven-year life cycle, we can see that the good age... Oh, no, yeah, yeah. So her physique turns old and feeble at 49. Look, I mean, I think let's just... I'm going to put myself out on a limb here and say, you know, we've interviewed Sister Madonna Buddha, uh, Dr. Jan Smith, um, Selena Biniaz, the Schindler's List, uh, Holocaust survivor, you know, Ada Murkies, Lavinia Petrie, who was running four minute Ks in her 70s. Um, we've interviewed so many people on here that are not old and feeble at the age of 49. So please don't buy into this thousand year old two line uh, translation. It's 2,000 two years old. It's, it's longer than 2,000 years. Yeah. So it's old. It's, but. But I think what they're, you know, kind of saying in this is that the um, the productive years around fertility. There's this where it's been described. I think it's more around yep. fertility as not a, a not not lifespan or useful span because I, I think that this misses the point significantly. Yep. That's what it's all about. But it's more about fertility span. That's a really good point. That is a really good point. And. Um, you know, I was talking about in in uh, the talk at the summit. There are some wonderful other seven year cycles. The, the the Rudolf Steiner stages of life seven year cycles about your life. As you're saying, Damo, that's very much focused. What we've been talking about fertility. I think yeah. if you're interested in about the seven year cycles of your life, just Google it. You'll see a lot of different ones. Some of them are a bit more plausible than others. But more than anything, I just think it's a good opportunity for for listeners, ourselves included just to take stock of your life and see whereabouts in your life you are. And, and, and the more respect you have for some of the older texts and the ones that have a real level of um, balance around them is really good to just go, all right, I might, I might be being a little bit hard on myself here. Maybe I'm expecting to um, run around the Oval like a 17-year-old and, in fact, I'm 56. Um, so maybe just get some 
appreciation for that fact. But I think more than anything, just understanding that life, like the seasons, it, life does happen in cycles. And I think it's a really good um, um, understanding to have. There's no doubt about it. Yes, I like it. I like it. So moving on to the boys, on to yes. the fellas. Yeah, we'll whip through the boys because it's very similar to the girls, just in a different number. Yes. So eight I'll, years, it's kidney, yeah. cheek, consolidates, permanent teeth yes. and body hair. Yes. Um, his energy is prosperous. That's interesting. You do say that without your old boys. They're kind of mental. They yeah. feel like they can actually jump over tall buildings. <laughs> it's hilarious. They are so funny. <laughs> they are so funny, eight-year-old boys. It's hilarious. Oh, that's so good. Um, at 16, 16. 16, which yeah. is two times eight. Yeah. Uh, his kidney energy grows and is filled with vital energy and is able to let his sperm out at the age of 16. Now, <sighs> there's, a whole lot of, there's a whole lot of things that happen here um, with a boy at 16 years old. One, he probably will stop talking. Uh, and he'll start grunting. Um, his skin will change. Uh, his appetite will change. He'll look for different things. There's clearly something that happens at 16 for boys, uh, probably similar to you know, what happens with girls at 14. They need to be shipped off to a little place where no one ever sees them because mm-hmm. they're just, they turn into you know, very strange humans. But this is true. This is when boys become very um, excitable and excited and uh, – and he is able to let his sperm out at the age of 16. I think it's also, more than anything, uh, important to recognize that that boys do develop, as this is showing, uh, more slowly than the girls do. So, yeah. the girls are developing at that level at 14, boys at 16, and then when, then when young men get to 24, it's then that they are fully developed. It's yeah. then that they're... Um, their extremities are strong, uh, the teeth are fully developed, and the rest of it. Uh, well, in, in TCM terms, his kidney energy, his kidney chi is developed. And so I think that's a really important, you know, that happened for girls at 21, for boys it's three years later. And so you can kind of see how, you know, some women get a bit of a, um, get a bit of stick for it. But you can see, just even talking about this, how, you know, a 21 year old girl may be attracted to a 24 year old young man. Yeah. Um, so- it makes perfect sense when you think of it that way. Kind of does. And as they get older and older, um, a an older man would appeal to a younger woman mm. um, just because of that, you know, slight age different cycle. That's right. So, um, if we – and it's interesting. Let's look at, look at AFL footy just for a quick second here. Because we <laughs> listeners get, are about like, to turn off. I <laughs> <laughs> will get a lot of guys. Um, you get – Signed up in the draft in you know seventeen eighteen years old. Yeah, uh, they start to play. They start to play great footy by about twenty four. Yeah, and then they reckon by about thirty two they've got to finish up in the game of football because yep. their is beaten up and now they're old. Um, according to Chinese medicine and from the Yellow Emperor's inner canon, uh, they say that at thirty two years old his body has developed to its absolute best condition, and his mm. extremities and muscles are very strong at the age of thirty two. This would be peak condition for fertility in men, so they pretty much stop playing games at that point and then start to be men. and uh, And so I find that very, very fascinating. Well, that that's a really good. I'm so glad you actually brought that up. I would say, in terms of today's level of health, the exceptional. Men and you know we could talk football. You could talk you know Boomer Harvey and Dustin Fletcher and the rest. But some people in professional sport, the ones that look after themselves the best, often have wonderful careers in their mid thirties to the age of thirty six or thirty seven. And particularly sure. if you look at even sports people, you look at Michael Jordan and a number yeah. of other 
professional sports people that we know and love, if they have looked after themselves, not just their physical health but other areas of their life, their longevity in that career, when it's a physical career, seems to extend beyond 32, um, which it's a, it's a really good point that you raise for men. Interesting, hey. Look at the boys. Look at the men that we know in their 30s that love to exercise. Not, not, not professionals, just friends that are still running marathons or even look at LT as a great example. I mean, yeah. he he's doing things with his body that people in their 20s that have kind of not looked after themselves for 10 years since finishing school or whatever uh, are in no shape to do. And, yep. and LT is showing that he's in great physical condition. So, yeah, I think that's, great. that's a really important. And he's in the next cycle, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> he is. He is at 45 times 8. His kinetic energy begins to decline. His hair falls out. Now, this happened to me before I was 40. And his teeth begin to wither. My teeth are still good at the age of 40. Now, um, LT's in this bracket. Um, I'm in this bracket. You're nearing this bracket. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Is your hair falling out? Oh, I definitely. It's definitely different to what it was three years ago. Yeah. But then, I, yeah, I, I would say yes, but not. I did, a, I did notice that there was more reseed than seed. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, I noticed, I noticed so, that recently. That's interesting because that doesn't feel like it fall. Obviously, it is falling out, but that is it's um it's not like you're finding hair on your hands in the shower. Do you know what I mean? No. That that is one of those. I'm sure probably even you might even say this. Maybe when your hair falls out, it's not something. As you're aging, if it's not if it's not falling out due to poor health, it's just falling out. I look at my dad, and his head definitely started to thin at about my age. Mm-hmm. I call it thinning. I don't know if that's an appropriate term or not. But you'd never look at dad and go, his hair's falling out. You'd probably look at him and go, his hair's thinning. But I'm sure a part of that is a bit of uh, receding um, yeah. as well. So, it's interesting. Mm. Yeah, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Um and- yeah, go on. Just do you want to make a comment on on that phase that because you're in that phase at the moment? Um, does it resonate or does it does it not? When um, you say like well, your kidney it's... energy begins to decline, do you feel in terms of a, a pace of life or your own body in your own life? Um, does it feel a different pace of of life, like a body in space and time, compared to what it was, you know, um, eight years ago? Oh, possibly. I think I might have about one or two hours less energy than what I might have had when I was about 30, yeah. like 10 years younger. Yeah. So, maybe one or two hours less energy. So, where I would really find it easy to work through and do stuff until midnight. Yes. Um, these days, I kind of go, oh, I'm tired now. It's yeah. like 10.30, head off to bed, 11 yeah. o'clock, I'm asleep. You know? So, it's a little bit different. Um, I know blokes uh, who go to bed at 9, 9.30 um, and then they get up at, you know, 4.30, 5 o'clock to go training. So, similar amount of sleep time. Um, although, I go to bed at like, I don't know, 10.30, 11 o'clock and get up at 5.30, 6 o'clock to, yeah. you know, get up and exercise and do that sort of, you know. So, it's not – I do feel though that there's probably an hour or two less in my body per day than what mm. I used to have. It's interesting. It's interesting. Mm. I definitely uh, feel a bit similar compared to you yeah, looking back um, mm. eight years ago. So, all right, 50 – well, we're up to 48 his ki- mm. kidney energy declines more. The yang energy of the entire body declines. His complexion becomes withered and his hair turns white at the age of 48. <laughs> LT, give him how old is LT? How much longer has he got before his hair turns white? He's two years younger than me, I think. So, uh, he's 43. All right. So, it's five years thing. and it'll be a white top. Um, <laughs> all right. Because his, dad, his daddy's white hair. White. white. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, seven by eight, fifty-six. His liver energy declines as a result of kidney deficiency, and the tendons become rigid and fail to be nimble at the age of fifty-six. So it says that you're pretty stiff at fifty-six. Uh, but it's interesting when you're looking at all of this here, it doesn't really reference fertility because I think a man's fertility continues for quite a long period of time. Yes. Um, sex drive stays for a long period of time. Fertility stays for a long period of time. Um, I think they believe it's 64 uh, for men. So I is think, that right? Yeah. Uh, another article, it, it references 64, which I think is, as you said, this is all very much around fertility. So every, even what we're talking here about men is still fertility-based in that, by the time that the the man is sixty four, when the hair and teeth may be lost, uh, maybe also does the ability to reproduce. Um, goes well. I mean, Mick Jagger is a perfect example. Isn't Mick Jagger? A, wasn't he a new father? He's even defied the uh, eight eights. He's gone. Yeah, yeah. He's gone nine eights. I think. Yeah. And that's what I'd love to be curious on is the twenty eighteen version of this. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder if it gets reviewed or if this is just because it's ancient wisdom. It just never becomes changed. Um, and so it stays as a teaching and maybe it's just a guide. Yeah. You know, it's certainly not a law. It's certainly not no, a rule. It becomes an interpretation more than anything, it's doesn't an interpretation, it? interpretation, yeah, kind of a guide. So use this as a guide, everybody. Don't use this as the rule. Yes, exactly mm. right. We have uh, done – this has almost been a bonus edition. We've ticked over half an hour, Damo. You'd be thrilled to know that. Um, <laughs> well done to all of our listeners. Hope you've enjoyed this edition of 100 Not Out. Fascinating conversation, as it always is with you, great man. Um, we could always bang on about it, but we'd love to know your insights. Where are you on the seven-year uh, cycle? What did you learn from this episode? Feel free to connect with us um, at thewellnesscouch.com forward slash 100 Not Out. Do so by getting in direct contact with Damo through damienchristoff.com, myself, marcuspierce.com.au. Details coming out shortly for Ikaria 2019, our 10-day longevity experience on the Greek island blue zone of Ikaria. That's happening in September of next year. Details over at 100notout.com when they are available. Listen to the podcast over the next few weeks for all the details there. Big shout out to everyone that makes this podcast possible. Joseph Tomo, our editor, Rosie Garner, who does our social media, Cielo, who makes everything look pretty. And remember, folks, we would love your feedback. You can do it over at the websites aforementioned. And whilst you're listening to The Wellness Couch, make sure you continue to listen to the number one show, The Wellness Guys on the network that spans over 20 different shows. Until next week, thanks again for your support and continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.